The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Yes, get ready for college football season by checking out all 131 Division I college football team previews. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Yes, sir. We are back for another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. We are rolling on into the second round of the playoffs. You know who it is. You know the voices. Chicago, really real. Villain routes real from Junior. Keeping it moving, keeping it moving. And you know I got my guy with me, Scott Studio, right? Shell Scott, what's going on? Nothing much. Nice to be back. Uh, I know we had a pretty good round one overall. Unfortunately, it would have been an undefeated round one for me if the Wings actually showed up for the second half of game three, but that's a separate story. You know, they killed two potential sweeps. I had the Wings as a dog a couple podcasts ago at plus, what was it, like 520 to win the series, plus 550 something ridiculous. That ended up not working out. And I had the wings of the dog in the last episode on the money line at like two to one or something. And that did not work out either. But I did have the sky as my lock last episode and they dominated. And I also had Candace Parker over 13 and a half points as my player prop. And that got home too. So been a solid <laughs> round one. Not going to lie, though, would have been a really nice profit for me if Dallas actually showed up for game three. But it is what it is. We'll move on. Yeah, yeah, keep it moving. It was a very good, it was a very good playoff run. You know, we had some ups, some downs, some uh, let's see how it goes. But I mean, overall, I guess this is what everybody wants to see. These are the four top teams, and they've been, you know, four top teams all season long. There's no gimmicks to this. We're gonna see the best of the best and who comes out of the rest of these playoffs. Before we get into our playoff breakdown. I got to get us paid talking about win bet in there. Bet $100. Get a $100 free bet for all new customers. Plus, if you're betting baseball, you can get the best juice in baseball games with their reduced juice hour. Also, the win bet casino is always 24-7 where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Plus, win just released their first QB with five touchdowns prop bet. So make sure you head over there and you bet that. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Opposite change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present in the state where plate the win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? I'll tell you what Odds Trader is. Odds Trader is the best place to go compare odds from all the major sports books. So you can shop your lines, get the best line, and they also have different sign-up codes and promotions from all those different sports books. So you can get the best deal as well. App provides you with player statistics, key game statistics, injury reports, 
projected game day weather need that for football season and they have a bet tracker where you can track all your betting activity go to oztrader.com slash blue wire oztrader your number one site for your game day bets also brought to you by run your pool the home of competition where we are running our nfl survivor contest so head over there to play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN to get a spot for a $500 cash prize and a $250 gift certificate. If you win our Survivor Contest, that gift certificate is going to the merch store as well. So make sure you get in there and get free merch. Play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN for our NFL Survivor Contest. All right, Scott, look, let's get into the meat of the action. We're going to start out west where we have Las Vegas Aces playing the Seattle Storm. Aces are a minus 245 favorite to win the series, plus 194 for the Seattle Storm. And this game, head over to this game, we have minus five and a half for the Aces, plus 240 on the money line, you know, similar to that series spread. 170 and a half is the total. Pretty clean injury report. I see nothing popping up here for either team. Scott, what do you have for this series overall? And then also, let's just talk. Let's get straight into it. Let's talk about game one. So I don't want to fully, fully judge based on recency bias, but from what we saw in the final meeting, which was the final regular season game, these teams are close to each other. Now, Vegas is better. I think we can agree on that. But Seattle definitely showed offensively it can keep up with the Aces, and I do wonder if that's going to be the case for this five-game series. Becky Hammond did just win Coach of the Year, so perhaps you can make some defensive adjustments. But for this actual matchup here, Vegas is roughly minus 245 on the series price. The Storm are roughly 2-1. to one. I think the Aces are going to win the series. I'll start mm-hmm. there. Now, if I could bet on an actual series spread, which I don't actually see in front of me right now, I think the Aces win the series in four. If I had to make a prediction, I think that, uh, well, 3-1 for the Aces is plus 280. I think the Storm can win a game here, probably in Seattle. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to win the series, though, if I'm being totally honest. I just think you're going to see Vegas, who has been arguably the best team all season long. I think they just have a few too many weapons. Mm-hmm. for Seattle to deal with. So I like the Aces to win the series. I think you'll see a lot of competitive games. I just think Vegas gets the better end of most of those competitive games. Give me Vegas in four. Vegas in four. Well, five, three. Vegas in three. Or four. Yeah, four games. Okay. Four, it's three All and right. five. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. That, that just, I was like, wait, Vegas in four, Vegas in four. I don't know. Something I think Seattle wins up. one game in the series. Yeah. Okay. I hmm. You taking a spin? No, I no, I'm still on the Aces. I, I think that's I just think the Aces are the best team. The Storm but, played so well in the final game of the season and they still lost. They played like a perfect offensive game. I I just don't see it personally, but I'll let you finish your point. No, I I I think I'm I'm still with Vegas. I'm I agree with you. I'm with Vegas. I just think Vegas has been the best team all year long, whether they've had their ups and downs, they could, you know, consistently been the best team in the WNBA. Dierka Hambry is 
injury kind of sound looks like it's been addition by subtraction. She's been very brutal, you know, after all-star break, after that all-star break, even going into all-star, she was going through a little slump and she's been brutal ever since. Is there a chance that she potentially returns or is somewhat valuable in the series or you just think she's out? No, I think she's out for at least this series. I think if she comes back, it's like WNBA finals time. I'm asking because Agumba Wale showed showed up for Dallas in the final game when they needed her, and everyone expected her to miss the entire first round. That's why I was kind of curious if you think, in case of emergency, maybe she can show up for a game four or game five. I I would think that if she was an Asia Wilson, but, you know, Arike means a lot more to the wings than De'Erica means to the aces. And while she's a great player, like, you know, Enrique is that person. Like, Enrique is the Asia of the ace of the wings over there. So I, I understand Enrique doing it. I don't think that they rush Dierka back if it doesn't. And, she, you know, they're starting to get chemistry with her not being there. Kia Stokes has been really, really good down low and just a huge shot blocker, really big for that team. She's been playing really good ball and stepped up. And I'm, I'm not taking away the thought of – this is Suber's last ride. They beat in his Vegas team before, even though it's a different team, they beat in his Vegas team before. They've gone, they have this champion pedigree. We talk about the Chicago Sky out east. You know, Seattle still has that championship pedigree. And that's ultimately when we look at these two series, that's what they look like is two teams with championship pedigrees and two teams that are looking to go fight and get their first WNBA championship. And so I think it's closer than you, than you have it. I think we go to five. Okay. I think we get five out this series. I'm going to go aces in five. That's three to one for them to win in five. One, I feel like that affords me a pretty good hedge opportunity in game five if we get that far. Isn't that a terrible price, though? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to compare the prices. It's 290 for a sweep. It's 280 for four. And it's 300 for five. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like a horrible price? Like expecting a game five is kind of wild because the aces would probably be favored in at least one of those road games. Don't you think? Uh, probably so. If not, like it's probably a small favorite. I don't know. I I just I don't see how people don't think this is going to five. Like we just sit here and we talk about, you know, how good we think that the aces are. How good Seattle Seattle can steal a couple games. I really do think Seattle can steal a couple games. Three to one, I think, is a pretty solid, decent price. I probably should be getting a little bit more there, but I think it should be I, like four or five, to be honest. But yeah, I'm but I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Do you want to make it? I think this is, I think I'm more anticipating of this series than the series we're about to talk to, just because this is going to be like the, you know, if you think of the underdog story and you think of that person that is always been a champion, they've been a champion, this underdog that's finally looking like the Rocky Balboa story. That's what I feel like I'm getting from the Aces. I feel like I'm getting Rocky Balboa from the Aces and he, Rocky's been going, tearing up everything and now he's going, he's finally getting Apollo Creed again. This is his chance. This is his chance to finally become champion. I feel like I'm getting that from this Aces team. Aces are Rocky Balboa. So yeah, I'm, I'm on the Aces for this series. And ultimately, just go ahead and slot and straight into our game one breakdown. I'm in. I'm on the aces to go out and make, uh, make it known that hey, 
we are coming to be a force in this series. I think this is going to be a coming out party for that Aces offense. I think that they're going to, you know, when we talk about how good the Storm defense has been over the course of all the season, I think Aces offense is going to come out there and do somewhat, again, of what they were the magic they were able to do in that last end of the game, game of the year matchup they had where they put up 109 points. So, Chelsea Gray's been absolutely point God and incredible over these past few stretches, stretch of games towards the end of the season and in that Phoenix Mercury um, season. The Aces scored 98 points, a total uh, average 98 points in that series against the Mercury, which at the end of the day, it was the Mercury, but still 98 points in WNBA is something to hang your hat, hat on. Yeah, I just think the offense is too much for, for Seattle. I think that offense is too much. It's going to be good. It's going to be close. But I think that at the end, Aces pull away. So give me the Aces minus five and a half. I'm trying to think if Seattle would hypothetically steal a game. Is game is it game one or game two? I, I'm not sure they're going to steal a game. But we saw the Aces in game one. Uh, then mm-hmm. again, they basically had a buy in the first round because Phoenix wasn't a threat for anything. But Vegas did let Phoenix hang around especially in game one for about three quarters before they turned it up a notch. I am kind of curious if Vegas is actually going to enter this game with full intensity from the opening jump, or if they might take maybe a quarter or two to settle in. We saw Seattle in that last game against Vegas open up a big lead in the first half. I believe they were up by 11 at some point. Uh, Not Not even the first half, the first quarter. It was a big lead in the first quarter. Well, Vegas Vegas jumped them. They went up yeah. by like 10 immediately. Then the Storm went on some ridiculous 20-something, to, I don't even know, three run or whatever in the next five minutes, and they open up a big lead. I think the Storm could take this one. Uh, I think this line is exactly where it should be at five and a half. Mm-hmm. <sighs> ah, boy. I don't really have much of a thought on the side. I think I'm actually going to lean to Seattle. I can see Vegas winning, but I think it's going to be very close. Mm-hmm. The real thing I'm I'm really looking at is also the total. Because it's game one of a playoff series. So you tend to lean to the under automatically. But both teams got to a hundo in the final regular season game. I think I'm just taking the over. You? I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what I'm going to expect. I don't know what I'm going to see. I assume that because I have the Aces winning, I'm going to take the over. Like, I feel like if I was on Seattle, I would probably lean a little bit more to an under just thinking that, hey, that means their defense locked in a little bit more. That's fair. And, you know, I just feel like if I'm on Seattle, I'd be on an under. And if I'm on Vegas, I'd be on an over. But I'm not I'm not looking towards the total. This is a, this is a tough game. Like, this is a really, really hard game to handicap because we've seen both of these teams. And I kind of want to just play around with game one and then that'll let me know, okay, what's the energy I have for game two? What's the energy I have for the rest of the series? Because to be honest, I can very well see a script where the home team wins every single game in this series. Mm. Because I'm just thinking of, all right, Vegas jumps out 2-0. Now you go back to Seattle, potentially Sue Bird's last game. Seattle's going to be rocking both games because those are potentially her last games, both games. And then you come back and it's a crazy game five win. So I don't know. This line is is hard to handicap at five and a half. It's like the perfect amount of points, especially if you're on the aces. But you feel like that if the storm always earn it, the storm are always going to be in it. They're a good team. And so I'm I'm just going to stick with my gut that I think the aces win. And if I think the aces win, I think the aces cover. Okay. 
That's fair. Uh, I, it's really, really tough. This line, as we said before, I think the total's pretty close to where it should be. I think the spreads were close to it should be. It does seem like one of the sharper lines we've seen in the playoffs up to this point. Yep. All right, let's move on to our second series and second game of the night. We're beginning the series over on the East Coast, the Chicago Sky and the Connecticut Sun. Chicago Sky are minus 158 for the series, plus 128 for the Connecticut Sun. Game one lines, the Sky are a home favorite, up three and a half points versus Connecticut Sun. Minus 178 on the money line, plus 144 for the Connecticut Sun. 165 and a half is the total. Looking over, clean injury report over here. We got a probability, uh, probable, I said probability, that's hilarious. Probable for Kalia Copper. She's dealing with an illness, but I think it's going to be a lot to really pull she's, her She's going to play. I mean, yeah, like there's, there's got to be something outrageous to make sure that she's not able to play in that game. Juice leaning to the sky at minus 3.3.5 as well as I'm looking at. All four games in the regular season were the exact same. And it's like, how do you it's, – it's two ways that you can see this. You can either see this as there's no way one team can be that dominant against another team over the course of one season, or you just say that the Sky are just completely – just have the Sun's number. Like, the Sky just have the Sun number. So, I, I lean to the former – Rather than the latter of man, the Sun have to do something in this series. Every game's been close. I mean, they lost three of the four meetings by less than five points. They've had the Sun have had a lead in almost every game. Yeah, they've had they, a pretty sizable they, lead in almost every game, and they blow it in the fourth quarter every game. Three three and a half is not enough points for me to back a Sun meltdown. If I'm taking the sky, I'm taking it. Um, if I like the sky to win, I like the sky to cover. Three and a half isn't enough for me to to completely think that the sun melt down and you know they don't they end up covering but not winning the game. If I'm taking a three and a half, it's because I think the sun are going to win. <sighs> what do you have? It I'm, is, I'm, I'm, it I'm is Chicago at home. It's Chicago at home, which is very very tempting there. I think both teams kind of had a very similar game three of their respective series mm. because they flipped the switch. It was mostly game two for Chicago, but it seemed like they raised the level of intensity and the inexperienced opposition was just not ready for it. Mm. We saw it in game two. Chicago went full court press. They forced a bunch of turnovers and the Liberty looked totally lost. And that's kind of how the rest of the series went. That's why I picked Chicago in game three. That second half against Dallas was a defensive clinic from Connecticut. And I watched my tickets evaporate into thin air with Dallas, but I was just impressed. Connecticut dominated on the glass. They didn't give up anything in the paint. They really just put the clamps down. They forced a bunch of turnovers. I was very impressed defensively. I think I actually like the under in this game. And oh, I love the under. I was going to say, because you have the last three meetings this season, in the regular season, each had at least 174 points. So people will blindly like the over. But I really saw something with the intensity, especially on the defensive end, from both teams in the previous series finale. I think you're going to see a grind in this one. And Connecticut, I don't know how many times they have to let Chicago run 
before they realize it's a bad idea. You're 0-4. Maybe slow the game down. Maybe. You know, just a thought here, because when Chicago gets into fast break mode, you're basically screwed. Connecticut has to slow the pace. I think they will. I think this game's going to be very close, but I have to lean Chicago anyway, because I kind of just expect Connecticut to find a way to fall apart down the stretch again. Connecticut, if they win game one, I actually think they're going to win the series. I think they just need one. I think they need to break the seal, so to speak. To, <laughs> to, they need to exercise some mental demons against Chicago. They have to break the seal so they <laughs> once you get that first win, it just comes every Pretty five much. minutes. Every Pretty five much. minutes. Oh, I just oh I gotta go win again. All Pretty right, much. We, we gotta go beat the sky again. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. But the point is these teams are so evenly matched if you watch the actual regular season meetings that even though Connecticut's 0 and 4, they've really been in a position to win each of those games. And I do yeah. wonder how much of it is a mental block. And I do think if they can get one, that might be all they need before they realize we can actually beat this team. Like, we can do this. I like the under as my favorite play. I think we'll see a lower scoring game. I'm still going to link to Chicago. At home, they have more offensive firepower. I still don't really like Connecticut's guards at all. Uh, Now, Heineman was solid. In game three, she stepped up. But I'm going to link to Chicago. But I do like the under. Yeah, the under is my best bet in this game, man. I'm, I, I, we've been talking about this all year that I don't like the guard play for the Sun, and it wasn't even people, great. The teams in game that three. take advantage, the teams that take advantage of them are the teams that have great guard guard play that can cr- shot create. Like yep. they can shot create on their own, and you're not getting that from a Courtney Vandersloot, or you're getting that from Ali quickly. Like you're getting two players, one player that will set up the rest of her offense and the other one that is a three-point specialist. And that's going to that's gonna cheat the off. That always cheats the offense more to the bigs for Chicago. Like the offense is definitely going to come from Kalia Copper. It's going to come from Candace Parker. It's going to come from Emma Mieseman. Like that's, but now you have this front court of the Sun, Jaquel Jones. You have Dewana Bonner. You have... Uh, a list, uh, list Thomas, and then you have freaking Brian Jones coming off the bench. I think it's a battle of the front courts, and that leads me more and more to an under. Like that just leads me more and more to a, you know, we're taking this time, we're slowing the pace down, we're setting our front court up, we're getting them the ball, we're letting them go to work. Yeah, that's how I see it. I, once again, Connecticut has to slow the game down. They gave up twenty four points in the second half. And the main takeaway that I had and why I do think Chicago will have a lot more success offensively on a consistent basis than Dallas, even though Dallas had great guard play, they ran a lot of isolation offense, Mm -hmm. a ton of late shot clock bailout possessions, the ball movement for Chicago, which is why I thought they would score 90 plus in game three against the Liberty. Their ball movement is incredible. And the wings just don't have that. Mabry can make shots. Gray can make shots. They don't exactly excel in organizing plays. They kind of would just tell them, you have a one-on-one, do something. We'll take our chances. Mm-hmm. I think the ball movement's going to create a lot of really bad switching for Connecticut. So I do think Chicago eventually wins this game. But I do like the under as my favorite play. Oh, man. I haven't picked a side yet. I know. I'm well, how going... many games do you think the series goes? By the way, we'll talk about that after. But we didn't talk about the series. Yeah, yeah. I'm. 
I have to think that the Sun get one. I think this goes five. You're five? Really? I think it's going five. Uh, the way that I see it, I think that these are two very good playoff series for the record. I think they're going to be very yeah, no, th this is what we wanted. This is what we wanted. But the these fact the series we Yeah, but the fact that we've had four matchups in the regular season and three of them were decided by less than five points. I think these teams are very, very close to each other, despite the four the uh, four nothing regular season edge. You can get Chicago winning three two. Three two is actually the favorite at like plus three ten, which I find a little bit absurd that they're expecting the series to go five. I figured they would price Chicago in four as being the favorite. Oh boy. Um I think I think they only get one. <laughs> I think the Sun only get I think there is a, a level of Chicago has their number and they just have their number. Now, do I think that it's the number of they're just gonna go ahead and sweep this? No, I don't, but would I be surprised if we go back to Connecticut and we're up 2-0? No, I would not. And you know, I think there is a level of get back though, because the sky did knock out the the sun last year. So I think there is a level of get back. And hey, you know, we gave them one ring last year. Let's not give them another one. By the way, the home team to win every game in this series, fourteen to one. If it goes five. Dang, really? What was that for the last series? Uh, let me see. Oh, um, that's a really good price. Uh, twelve to one. In the oh uh, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going back to take that twelve and one. That's going to be my play later. All right. Um, I like Chicago to win the series, though. I think minus one fifty is a good price for a team that's four and zero. I just think uh, Connecticut think, actually wins a game. Or I two. can't bet that. I can't bet that because I think if Chicago wins two zero, they win in they win in four. Yeah, I think if Chicago is up two zero going to Connecticut, they're stealing one of those games. Connecticut. I don't think they're going back to Chicago for a game five. Okay. Well, either way, uh, I like the sky to win the series at minus one fifty. Yeah, same. I think I'm going with the, the favorites sky in the three. series. Give me the sky in three at plus 330. I mean, four. Sky in four at plus 330. I like that. So a 3-1 win. Uh, okay. Man, both these teams are very evenly matched. That's really crazy. That's why if I'm picking one series to go five, I'll personally go with uh, Chicago and Connecticut because at least each team excels in their own area. It feels like Seattle excels in the same areas that Vegas does but Vegas does it a little bit better. I think there's more ebbs and flows based on how the teams match up in the Chicago series and the Vegas series, in my opinion. Mm. I'm not sold, man. Four losses. You got swept in the regular season. I'm That's fair. Sold. Yeah. All right. For game one, I really want to think that this is the game that Connecticut steals, but I just, I, I don't think they steal it. I think, I think shit. Ugh, I can't even talk. I think Chicago just sweeps these first two games. And if Chicago wins, I'm going to take them to cover. Minus three and a half. All right. But we love the under. Under is absolutely the best play here. Yep. All right, everyone. Before we get to our lock and dog, let's get paid one more time. And we're talking about Sleeper with the fastest, fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players around the world. They've just passed over 4 million users. And with the NFL season around the corner, Sleeper is the only sports fantasy sports app that has the contest built into the fantasy experience so look all you do over under game select your fantasy players and you can select over under their props in your lineup like you can take the players from your team 
and select their props and throw it into the contest. So you can kind of have that hedge going on of, hey, if my fantasy team doesn't do well today, well, at least I'm going to take the under on their props and I'm going to, you know, win a contest because you can win from two to 20 times the money you put in. Look, go to sleeper.com says SGP. That's going to get you into our listener group where you can chat with us. You can bounce ideas off of us. We can put in contests together and sleeper will automatically, automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com says SGP terms, conditions apply See sleepers terms of use for details. We're also brought to you by trade coffee, the personalized coffee source where you can go to drinktrade.com says SGP and take their quiz and the quiz you can actually they will make your perfect brew of coffee and send it to you with the subscription. New subscribers are getting a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping. Go to drinktrade.com slash SGP $30 off plus free shipping drinktrade.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Babbel. Look, second, learning a second language is hard guys. Hard. I have struggled with French ever since middle school. And now all of that's gone away because Babel is super easy. I have a pretty, you know, decent commute to get to where I'm going any any given time, normally 15 minutes or so, especially if I hop on a train or something. So look, I can sit there, set my timer to 15 minutes that I want to learn, and I can learn French, Spanish. They even have these things where they can help you get your pronunciation and your voice right and everything. Look. Right now, Babbel is offering you a chance to save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for 60% off your subscription. Babbel, the language for life. And we're also brought to you by Elias. Yes. Have you ever looked and seen the stats on TV or anything? And you see that they have Elias Sports Bureau the official statistician of U.S. pro sports, so your football, your basketball, MLB, all of that. Yes, well, they have an app where you can get team and player stats, head-to-head comparisons, Elias Insights, and Elias Sports from the Elias Sports Bureau research train. And look, one-stop source for player news, uh, perfect for the preseason. If you're betting preseason right now, definitely. And to get you ready for week one NFL. So, Look, take my advice. Elias is where you want to get the stuff. So go download the Elias Game Plan app today. Go. NFL is right around the corner. Like, you got to hurry up. College football is like right here. It's here. College football is here. You got to go get this stuff right now. Go get it right now. Elias Game Plan app. All right, Scott. It's time for our Lock Dog Series Bets. Go ahead and kick things off for my lock. I mean, it's a two-game slate, so it's pretty easy. But when we get to the dog, that's what's going to be a little bit more difficult. For my lock, I'm going back to that Chicago Sky and Sun game. I love the under 165 and a half. I'm same mindset as you. These games have been more higher scoring, but I think this is where the defense is locked in. Both defenses played tremendous in the first series. And I questionable backcourts always lead me more into an under, and I just have too many questions for the Sun still. And knowing the backcourt for the Chicago Sky, they're not going to go off, you know, on their own. They're going to help set everybody else up for the game. And, you know, I, I like that under. Give me under 165 and a half for my dog. We are going to... 
Favorite Let's just parlay? have fun. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna have fun. We're just gonna do a a, a little parlay. We're gonna take the well. Do they have this bet up? They normally have that bet up, but I don't see it around this time. We're gonna take the. Mm, what's that do? How much do I get for that? Oh wait, I already have something in the oh, delete, delete, delete. There we go. Okay, I'll do that. So give me. I'll take my lock again. So I'm just going to double. I'm basically double locking this. So I'm really screwed if this under does come in. Under 165.5. And, and the Aces money line comes out to plus 170. That is my play. What are you doing? Oh, in my series bet, give me. I'm going to take that fun. I'm going to take that fun bet of the Exacta where every home team wins in all five games. That's 12 to 1 for the Las Vegas Aces and the Storm series. The home team to win every single game, all five games, 12 to 1. Okay. So for me, for my lock, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with the under. I think that that total at first glance seems low. I think it's not. I'm, I'm going to take the under there. I think you'll see more of a defensive game as Connecticut tries to swallow the pace. And I'm actually going to go with a bit of a bold play here as my dog, as I should, because, you know, it's a play we haven't really talked about, but I kind of like it based on how the games have actually flowed. I like Connecticut first half on the money line at around plus 125. Okay. From what we've seen, Connecticut blows a lot of fourth quarter leads, which means they have a fourth quarter lead. They've been good, <laughs> they've been good in the first couple of quarters against Chicago. Okay. And if oh, Chicago wait. goes a little bit cold offensively from the outside early on, Connecticut really should have a lot of success on the interior. Yeah. So I do think in a lower scoring game, which we anticipate, if they can dominate the glass and if they can get to the foul line, they should be in a good spot early on. But Connecticut, since they have lost four straight to this team this season, I do think they kind of need to come out and punch Chicago in the mouth. I like Connecticut first half money line at plus 125. Yeah, I like that. Great. And... Bet. My series, oh boy, I really wish there was a series spread. I would have just taken Vegas minus one and a half, mm -hmm. but I don't see that available anywhere. I'm going to try to dig at the last minute to see if I can find it. But as far as I know, it's only series score. I don't actually see a damn uh, spread, nah. which I really, really wish they had. But um, for series, I don't even know what the hell I'm supposed to do for the series. I thought about Vegas 3-1. For an exact the score, we disagree a little bit here. I personally just think that you're going to end up seeing uh, this series be a little, I don't want to say one-sided, but I expect to see the uh, aces separate themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what? Does it does it actually have to be a series, or can I go long-term future? Long, what, you're just going to take them to win the title? Yeah. Okay. At even money. You're cheating, but okay. So then, it won't, then it won't do it. That's why yeah, I asked. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, since I don't want to cheat, I'll go with Vegas 3-1 uh, in the series against Seattle. Uh, but that mm -hmm. price is available at around plus 320. I think Seattle could take a game. They might get swept, but I trust them in front of their home court for at least one game. I just think that in order for Seattle to actually keep pace with Vegas, they need to basically have a perfect offensive game. Vegas just has so many weapons, and I'm not saying Jewel Lloyd's going to go for 38, or you're going to see Seattle tie the record for most three-pointers in a single game, 
<laughs> but I do think Seattle could get to 80 or 90 in one of these games, mm-hmm. and that might be enough to get the job done. But I'll take Vegas in four at plus 320. All right. Well, there you go. You lock dog and a series bet. We gave you some juice on those series bets, too. We're not just telling you to lay $2 with Vegas. We're giving you some really fun bets to sweat out here on the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Scott, do you have anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Looking forward to some competitive series. Uh, should be a fun time for us, especially because, you know, it's playoff season. College football is also up on Saturday, which is going to be a lot of fun. Gosh, uh, NFL's in about a week or so, which is also fun. Uh, we did a bunch of division previews. Check those out for the NFL Gambling Podcast. Besides that, though, uh, yeah, let's make some money. Let's, wow, let's make some money. Wise words from Scott Studio Reichel. Look, guys, I'm at really real underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter. He's at Reichel Radio. And make sure you subscribe. If you're not subscribed, there's a lot of people that aren't subscribed. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to us, the WNBA Gambling Podcast. We've been giving out winners all season long. And we're unfortunately, we're coming to a close. But guess what's around the corner? NBA basketball, college football starting up. Shoot. And when you're listening to this today, Today, college football is going up today. And then we got NFL around the corner as well. This is this is it. This is it. This this whole section of the year is a gambler's dream. So make sure you tap in with us. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to all of our podcasts. Hop into the Discord, sg.p and slash Discord. Other than that, I have nothing else for the people. I have no idea how I'm in this podcast, but I have nothing else for you. So... We're just going to end it. I'm going to let you go. Everybody, we out.